Hello and welcome to the Billy Shears Club. I'm your host, Caleb Clark, and with me today we have returning the lovely Kiana Shabazz. How are you doing today, Kiana? I am doing just dandy. How are you? I am also doing pretty dandy, I must say. Today we've got two lovely albums for you folks. We've got Be Hell Lullabies for the Beloved by Christy Knuckles and Washed and Set by LaKaylay47. Uh, why don't you drop some knowledge on Christy Knuckles there, Kiana? Well, I tell you what, I came across this album, you know, so I've got a gospel playlist uh, on Spotify that I listen to all the time. Um, but it's also nice to listen to um, more contemporary worship music. And I found the album and I really what drew me to it was the, the title, um, Lullabies for the Beloved. I was like, oh, that just sounds so comforting and nice. And it was, you know, <laughs> on the album, you've got like a lot of like soothing sounds like this will sound kind of odd but i like the color blue like a really nice deeper kind of blue mm. yeah just good um but basically that's just to say that like this the tone of the album is very consistent and it kind of gives you like a swaddling effect mm-hmm. uh, um i would say some of the things or some of the tracks that stood out to me, like the first track I heard was River of Grace, you know, and yeah, this is a Christian album. Um, and so just that concept of how God's grace is always there, always flowing, always readily available for anybody, you know, it just like the sound echoes the sense, you know, like the content of the lyrics is speaking to what the title says that it will, you know, just truths about, God's character and how that positively affects your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely see that. It is. De- I think that was definitely one of my favorite favorite tracks as well. I like that. Yeah. Sort of the more local bass. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like you know, some it's interesting. Like when I think you know sequencing, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot. I guess, do you want to explain it for anybody that uh, isn't familiar? Uh, I I don't know much on sequencing beyond just, like, oh, the just, you know, thought behind. Do you mean, like, the art behind, like, putting tracks in a certain order so that it sort of creates a growth of the sound? Or is it something else you mean? No, 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 exactly that. Just, you know, in case anybody's not familiar with the concept. Hmm. I got you, got you. Okay, well, it's that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but, you know, so when I think of sequencing, I tend to think of, like, rap albums. You know, they have that kind of atmospheric or, like, story-driven, like, structure to them. Yeah. And I feel like this album has some pretty decent sequencing, um, especially, like, there's some, like, like motifs that happen. Um, the, you know, a couple tracks share um, a common sound. Oh, like what is it? It's like the um, what instrument is that? Um, uh, harp? piano, string. Yeah, you know, like but like, yeah, exactly. You know, they're gentle plucking. You know, so definitely, yeah, string. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, shoot, I just like the album because you know makes me feel good, um, makes me peaceful, makes me feel peaceful. You know. Yeah. 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 Did you have any songs that? Like, so 
well, I don't know. Maybe surprised isn't the right word, but like, what was there any song that stood out to you for any particular reason? Hmm. Uh, let's. I will admit that as a whole, it did sort of like the album is more like you were saying the soothing and swaddling effect. Like, mm-hmm. it's just this very blissful sound that, at least for me personally, made it a little difficult to pick out individual songs at times. Like, it's got a very nice, you know, aura with the very gentle instrumentals and the soothing vocals, but hard to pick song by song. Uh, I think River of Grace, like you had said, stood out a little bit. That was kind of nice. Pitter uh, Patter Goes the Rain had some interesting sort of hooks going, I guess. Keep the light on. Uh, oh, How Could I Ask for More, I guess. Sort of stood out as well. That was a nice one because that was like taking pleasure in little things of life and like praising God for just having those smaller day-by-day things. Right. Or, uh, the cover of The Sound of Music stood out mostly because it's a cover of the title track from The Sound of Music. You know, I didn't even know that. Like, I, I, really? I've, never, I've never seen The Sound of Music. Which I mean, I've only... Like the same. I don't know. I've only ever seen really the first three quarters because my mom would always turn it off at the end. Yeah, I think as far as an overall thing, uh, I mean, I like the general lyrical themes. You know, it's He's very uh, direct assurances of faith and that God will be there to comfort and support you. I did appreciate that because, I don't know, like maybe this is, you know, having been just like general impression, but there is a tend to see to get over wordy and overcomplicated in a lot of contemporary Christian type oh, songs yeah, that this kind of falls yeah, and like having to like put in too much stuff. My mind goes to heaven meets earth like a sloppy wet kiss. But this one was much more direct. And like, you know, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. 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 It's like a little layup. Always beautiful, mm-hmm. always solid. Yeah, very succinct. Succinct, I would say. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's really about it. It's like if you enjoy like comforting worship music, you know, that sounds good. Kind of a little folky, like vaguely folky, but very melodic. Mm-hmm. You can check this album out. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely say as a general thing, it's very, it would be very good for like meditation and calming mm-hmm. down type things, like you say, more than like an active listening experience. Because I did, I did find like when you try to like put the full focus on it, it wasn't quite as good as when, you know, it's more of just like a, trying to see mm-hmm. yourself type thing exactly it's like the the vibe the vibe yeah. of the worship music mm-hmm. yeah. yeah were there any other tracks that stuck out to you really you mentioned the river of grace any other i mean i really like the head to toe the armor of god song you know i'm a sucker for a good listing mm-hmm. you know in a song be it like the tenth. The Ten Crack Commandments, you know. <laughs> well, you know, hey, that's quite a that's quite a connect there. But yeah, I like I like the Armor of God song a lot, and it's also helpful if you're not super familiar with all the pieces and their meanings, right? Yeah. Easy way to learn it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, but that's really all my thoughts on it. 
Yeah, I learned my armor of God pieces from Bible Man. <laughs> oh, I... he's just a vague fever dream. <laughs> no, man, he had the songs, or at least the one song. I just remember homie was dressed in like a polo and khakis, and then all of a sudden he's dressed in like that, you know, rubber-like riot gear. Not riot gear, but, you know, his Bible man armor. And he had like, yeah. two, I guess, high school sidekicks, which like, what is your relationship with these kids? How did y'all meet? Why do they help you? Uh, fighting? I, yeah. Well, let's see. Well, first of all, I grew up not with uh, Cypher and Bible Girl, but with Coates, his, his like, second version the second iteration sidekick and he was much cooler original coats uh it was just sort of a cool dude he wore camo at one point he had like horse field armbands cypher i'm not sure how he met i think coats was like just a friend and then bible man was like hey i'm bible man now and it's like oh cool i'll be your sidekick but a bible girl Bible Girl, I know, Bible Man met because they were trying to put on a Bible Man play, and she was going to play Bible Girl in this Bible Man play. It was a character they made up for the play. But she had such great faith that she became a superhero when they were attacked by Luxor Spondroth. So that's how they met. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, yo, like, faith is certainly supernatural and its force and its power and impact but i don't think you can just level up in the middle of your high school theater and beat up a monster oh you'd be surprised you'd be surprised at the things that happen in bible man i just that's always so interesting how i mean you know it's always well-intentioned but that's such an interesting application yeah and growing up and looking back on it bible man had a lot of questionable theology parts like the one where the bad guy was just making people sad. It's like, oh no, that's depression. <laughs> Which can just happen. <laughs> we don't need demons for this. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, well, you know, it's still a pleasant memory regardless. Yes. <laughs> that's nostalgia for you. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, shall we watch and set? Yeah, wash and set. Something right. we should all do from time to time. Alrighty. Well, so the story of Lakele 47. She's actually a little bit of a enigma as she has not revealed her government name and she usually goes about wearing some sort of mask to obscure identity. So she, she kind of leads a semi-private life. But uh, as far as we generally know, born in Virginia but raised in Brooklyn, uh, kind of a shy kid growing up, got picked on, but really loves music, like, across all genres, like, big fan of, like, Grace Jones and David Bowie and Marvin Gaye and a lot of all the greats of music and such. And kind of that was also involved in sort of the ballroom scene in New York. Like, she had some friends and relatives who were involved in it, and they brought her along. And so she learned part of the, her music there. And then on 2012, she starts releasing self-produced EPs and mixtapes, and she gets noticed. Uh, Skrillex and Diplo have her open at Madison Square Garden in 2014. And in 2015, uh, Jay-Z puts one of her songs onto one of his uh, title playlists. Let me, I think it's F the Summer Up. Mm. 
she got a major label deal and since then has released two full-length studio albums. This is her first Washington set, followed up by Acrylics. And so her general thing is just, you know, is on the music and have it, you know, inspire confidence because, you know, she's coming up from this little girl who got picked on. And now she's like, hey, I'm pretty cool because I got all these things that are cool about me. And wants to inspire other people to do likewise. Right, that self-confidence. Yeah. I mean, it's always good to be able to encourage yourself and to find, uh, I don't know, comfort, I suppose, in the qualities that you have as opposed to always searching for some ideal version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I guess let's get in those tracks then. Yeah. yeah. Did you have any, like, favorite tracks yourself personally? I did, you know, I'm a bit, I'm a, I can't say I'm a hip hop head. It's like, I mean, I, I naturally gravitate to hip hop. Don't get it twisted. I just, I can't necessarily name, I'm not a hip hop historian, I suppose is what I'm mm-hmm. saying, but I've always loved the genre. You know, I grew up with it. And so this sound, the sound she has on this album, you know, they all, they strike you immediately as pretty classic, you know, mm-hmm. overall, you know, got that nice groove, um, just that basic syncopation. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I think what's interesting is the sound she was making towards the end. Like I liked most every track on the album and I I guess I'll get into some specifics. Um, okay. So maybe I should start at the top. I trying to want to be a little uh, ordered. Um, I feel like the, the first two tracks, right. Or especially the miss me, uh, track. Kind of actually gave me a bit of Missy Elliott vibes a little bit. I could see that, yeah. Playfulness. Right. right, I wish I could play it again, but, you know, that would... Well, shoot, we can't, you know, because that's licensing and stuff. No, 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 I don't want to play that game. Um. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess one of the most interesting things to me about this album was how she had the classic hip hop sounds, right? But then also um, some tracks, you know, sometimes immediately following that classic feel had like the dance hall vibes of the more modern yeah. like club scenes. Mm-hmm. You know, so I appreciated that like attitude, like that get that get anybody a little gassed up. You listen to that, yeah, yeah. And that's definitely all the. It awaits going, and when she keeps going, yeah, I got an attitude. Yeah, I got an attitude. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Whip your hair, even if you don't have any. Just start sweating. <laughs> Hold your hips forward oh. and get it. Oh, you can't see, but I'm doing that right now. <laughs> I feel it. <laughs> um, but shoot, that um, that OMC, that beat, I feel like that beat want to start yeah. something, just the way it's kind of like that almost dirty kind of like Slide up on you, groove. Yeah, with that organ going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Just, yeah, just, mm, you feel it. Shoot. And I like the part, the, the chanty, um, when she starts, it's almost um, when she says the no vouching part. I dug that. Mm-hmm. I think that's the, because that's the thing, the repetition um, mm-hmm. on this album, I felt was cool because like when she would repeat stuff the beat would kind of change to match how she was chanting 
which is always yeah. just a nice touch. That makes it real cons- uh, cohesive. Yeah. yeah, I never noticed that. That's cool, Tree. Yeah. Shoot. Um, I think, what else? The bubblegum track? I, <laughs> I like the island sound. I didn't know what she was saying, which usually I, happens, you know, when I hear I think, like that island talk. Mm. Yeah, I, I think I think it might be something about taking your man, but yeah, you know, it's I, I'm not great on patois either. Right, you know? thank you. I couldn't remember the name of the dialect. Yeah. Yeah, but in any case, fun song, interesting title. Yeah, not sure be. how they go together, but you know. Yeah. Could be. Like that little flute thing going. Right. See, I've listened to that album almost three times, and I still, I just, I wish, mm, I just gotta listen to, well, shoot, delete that part, excise it, don't even exist (laughs) it unless you wanna. I feel like that sounded dumb. I've listened to this, it's just hard for me to keep the weight, the exact, you know, how every, the whole album. Yeah. No, that's totally fair. That's totally fair. I at least sometimes get bogged down with. I took notes though, because that's how I roll. Same. Um, shoot, the last um three tracks, I think. Um, I really dug. Um, the whole track, I think the harmonies were prime R and B. Just real quick. Um, the sounds there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Classic nineties. Um, Aliens Revenge, I thought was cool because um, just the way that it starts, in terms of tone, completely different from anything <laughs> else the album has offered. Oh, yeah. You know, you got that stark, you know, um, soprano, um, um, slight, not talk singing, but, you know, vaguely reminiscent. And then it just shifts into switch set, you know, can't, probably can't sing any more of that. Um, but I really like that transition a lot and the, the smoothness of that. Um, in terms of content, though, because, uh, you know, I'm an English major. I feel like I mentioned that last time. You know what? I probably will mention it every time just to justify what I'm about to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mention it all the time. Right. Full rank. Right. It's just, you know, it's just a thing. You know, it's like it's like if you're a mom, you talk about your kids. If you're a teacher, yeah. you talk about your job. And if you're an English major, you probably also teach. And you definitely mention the fact that you're an English major. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it works. Um, but, okay, so earlier when you, when you mentioned how Lakele um, wears the mask um, uh, to evoke freedom, I kind of thought that that's kind of what this song was embodying a little bit. Um, but with all the attitude and, you know, personal flavor that she brings, cause you know, that it's, it's a song about agency. When you think about it, she switched to number up. She didn't wait for nobody to tell her that she needed to stop, you know, fooling around with so-and-so and, you know, quit running through it. No, she decided I'm going to switch to number up and I ain't even going to tell you cause she ain't even worth it. I'm going by my business. How do you know? Cause I just switched it up and you didn't even know. I can't fault that logic. <laughs> right. So, shoot, I just think it's cool. It's like a call to agency and self preservation, yeah. self respect, which yeah. is also classic. Like, think about all those songs you hear from the women in the 90s talk about, you know, essentially to respect yourself and to not degrade yeah. yourself with any sort of behavior that does not uphold the identity that you truly are, you know, that you truly yeah. have. Yeah. 
And then the last two tracks, I thought were kind of a return to the earlier tone. Um, but again, you know, got that kind of um, very like empowering vibe. Just like it makes you feel like you can go do something, regardless of what that may be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, especially Grace to the Flow. Does that? It's like the big posse shout out. I like that. Right. I always like those songs. The songs where you're just like shouting out all your friends. That's it. That's a cool dude move. Right. Is that who doesn't love a good shout out? Yeah. Shoot, unless you're doing something you shouldn't be doing, shout me out. Shout Hashtag Bobby Schmurda 2014. That that yeah. messed him up a long time. Yeah, yeah. We let's be prudent with our shout outs. Yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, I really dug it. And Washington said actually, um, the way that uh, intros with the uh, caller going into the radio state or calling the radio station, I thought that was cool. Gives it a kind of like cinematic, almost universal feel. You know, I, I yeah, I like concept albums. You know, uh, the thought that goes into them and behind them. So it's just interesting that you could argue it's a whole world of. Oh, you know, she yeah, like she kind of encapsulated the whole. Little little world, you know, the world that she comes from. Yeah. yeah. I would say on the having the color in there, that's a very I'm not sure if it like is only a nineties thing, but it does definitely evoke a lot of the nineties rap album mm-hmm. skits like a Wu Tang clan protect your neck where they have the guy calling in. I need that Wu Tang track. Very similar. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely it kept like I think I read a couple interviews because she doesn't have much of a Wikipedia page since she's so recent and also so secretive. But yeah, she definitely said at various points that this is her just trying to bring her life into the world of music. And so, yeah, if, if that's the vibe you get, it's definitely working. Right. Yeah. I would say as far as me for tracks that were my favorite, uh, I really like Second Fiddle because that's got a good dramatic beat it's got the nice bit of chorus and it's a good it's a good mix of like a lot of what she's sort of going on about here where's the combination of like all the effort she's had to put in to get to where she is in life the respect that she's earned and how like sometimes people you know be the haters and try to put her down but they're they need to work on themselves uh let's see Attitude was, like you said, that was really fun. That was, because that's another one where it's like, give me my respect, dadgummit. Uh, OMC, yeah, with the drama. I like money just because the beat was nice. And, you know, it's just like, money. I got money. And then that. Shoot, it it is true. Songs about money, they, yeah. It's basic, it's hedonistic, but it works. Well, exactly. It just you draw it in and you like it. You like that it drew you in. You want to stay there. Yeah. 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 Uh, other ones. Uh, milk. That one confused me at first, but then I looked it up. Apparently, it's a cosmetic brand. And because at first I was confused, it's like skin looking like milk. She's saying with this, and I was like, oh, it's a cosmetic brand. But that was nice because that was another one where it's like, I'm a tomboy. Me and my friends are hot. It's like, yay! <laughs> Again, that empowerment, that love yourself and go on about your business. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, like you say, the last few backs were a really good closer. And yeah, I thought it was really great 
debut album, you know, she's got this very bouncy, dancey sound. We could say the dancehall elements got a little bit of like sort of the West Coast sort of bass lines, but also sort of the Dirty South stuff with all the vocal samples and just drums. You know, she's got this really nice flow. It's very laid back and fun. Like you say, Missy Elliott. A bit more, a bit more of a, yeah, but a bit more of like a rapper's rapper than Missy. You know, Missy was always more of like the very old school, like, you know, sort of not as like technically skilled, but LaKayla brings more of the technical edge. Right, yeah, she's working with more rhythms. Missy, you know, very consummate Mm -hmm. performer, you know, and everything she did was incredibly creative, of course. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Yeah. LaKayla does have more rhythms that she's working with mm-hmm. yeah shoot speaking of it being your debut so i was looking at the album art yeah. and i'm still not sure what to make of the clear chest i don't know what kind of i don't know if it was filled actually with her different uh mask or or what yeah um but the neon behind her it says like bismala i believe is how you say it i looked it up because i was curious um and it's actually um, an Islamic saying like something you say to, um, you know, um, Allah before you, before you uh, commit to an undertaking. <laughs> so it's interesting that that's yeah. you know what she has front and center on her debut album. Yeah, sort of looking like let God will this, which works. Yeah. Like, Let me try to look it up again because I just yeah. Yeah, but that yeah, that definitely works since like she mentions on the very first track, like mentions a couple times like I never bow down to Satan. There's a couple other lines. Let me double check. Uh, I'm looking up. She says an invocation used uh, by Muslims at the beginning of any undertaking, right? Which again is you know it's cool. I mean, obviously a different faith, but um. That again, her identity is very much front and center in the focus of this work. Yeah, and it is interesting that she also read like the closing line for the first verse on second fiddle is Jesus or Judas, which one are you with? I'm talking about excuses, and so that is interesting within the and also she prays to Jesus for early releases. So I don't know, what, interesting mix. Maybe, maybe it's just generally because you know, like. New York has, you know, this very big mixing of different religions and cultures. And so maybe that's something she picked up with, you know, there's a long history of Muslim folks being in the hip hop, like a bunch mm-hmm. of the guys from way back at the very beginning in New York, like Big Daddy right. Kane, Rakim, uh, MF right. Doom, Buster Rhymes. Yeah. Well, shoot, you know, that was just something interesting because I was just curious yeah. about the album art. Yeah, no. yeah, it was definitely a cool touch. It was nice. It's nice. It was, it was a, it's a weird new, like, that's a very nuanced, you know, like, the Rags to Riches story and a lot of rappers tend to put into their music at the very beginning. Like, she has a lot of different layers to hers with, like, the religious aspect and the self-confidence and the for music and all these different elements working. 
Well, yeah, I mean, and that's the nice thing about art, too, just like when you, if that's what you choose to do with your art, you can encapsulate, you know, it's like little microcosmic examinations of the self, you know, like this part of me or that part of me, you know, you can not split yourself, but you can, you know, distill parts of your experience onto a track. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so that's really, I don't know, I thought it was a cool album. Um... I'd listen to it. Like, if I came across something else that she'd done, you know, I'd listen to it. Shoot. Might even check out Acrylic. Yeah. I, I haven't gotten a chance to listen to the whole thing. First track seems more old, very old school Southern, mm. you know, but like, I haven't got a chance to listen to the full thing. So hopefully it's pretty great. Shoot. What, you mean like Chopped and Screwed or? More Louisiana, like No Limit. All right. All cash right. Money. Oh, okay, Bebe. Well, shoot, then yeah, I probably like that. Yeah, but overall, I liked it. Um, I thought I think both of the albums, as different as they are, are cohesive in and of themselves. Yeah, it's very, yeah, like very interesting to see. Yeah, the behold and lullabies where it's more. The comforting assurance, you know, the very low key sort of vibey type, you know, versus mm-hmm. Kayla, who's more just like shaking you out of whatever funk you're in. Right, exactly. Yeah. Puff out your chest. <laughs> <laughs> Save your chest. Yeah. <laughs> That's my purse. I don't know you. <laughs> oh no don't make me go get that pocket sand right see how you do that <laughs> but yeah did you have any favorite tracks from this album uh, no, you said second earlier, but... yeah yeah i think so the one second fiddle attitude um see money uh milk and then, yeah, the last few, especially Race to the Flow. Yeah, that, that's your standout? Yeah, I would say those six, which is a lot considering how many tracks? What was this, 14? Uh, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Kayleigh. Hope you have right, a long yeah, career. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially since this was, I think, I wasn't able to find any like definitive track listings, but I think it's largely self-produced. So, right, and that's also impressive, right? The fact that you know, again, I mean, shoot, talk about putting yourself on the track. Yeah. You know, every every piece has their thumbprint. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That case. Any last thoughts before I? No, I like both of them. I'd be interested to hear more from either artist and shoot. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Well, in that case, thank you so much for listening to the Billy to the show today. The albums we had were Behold, Lullabies for the Beloved by uh, Christy Knuckles and Washington Set by LaKayla47. I'm Caleb Clark. And I'm Kiana Tabaz. And thanks for listening to the Billy Shears Club. 